Hi. Hello. Hello. Jesse. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh. Okay. Can Hi. you hear me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 12. <laughs> Oh, of a close distance, a close distance. Yeah. Um, good to hear your voice. You too. I feel like I haven't spoken in forever, even though I, I definitely have spoken. <laughs> like with your voice. <laughs> Did I speak today? Oh, I don't think I've spoken today God. yet. Maybe I love. That. Maybe that's why. I was like, what is this? The sound of my own voice. (laughs) Did you scare yourself? (laughs) No, it's not scary. It's just... No, I'm just like realizing I haven't spoken yet today. Oh, man. Have you left the house today? No, not today. Okay. What was yesterday? I did yesterday. I've been staying out of this heat. Do you have a... Oh, you have AC. Yeah, it doesn't really go past my living room where I work, but yeah. Let's um, tell people what's going on in Montreal right now that don't know. Uh, a heat wave? <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a never-ending really, heat really wave. Hot. It's really, It's very hot. Siberia reached 100 degrees yesterday, and we are just really not paying attention to the climate while we have COVID and Trump doing things that are more in the news. But uh, yeah, it's really, it's really fucking hot. It was 40 degrees today. Yeah. 40. And then it just thunderstormed and I got caught in the rain. It's really beautiful though. Are you walking? I am... Ruby had to pee. Okay. It's house training. It's complicated. We're going back. <laughs> she peed. <laughs> it's okay. The audio sounds really good. That's fine. Well, as that's long great. As you, that's yeah, great. You I'm sound, definitely not laying good. down. I'm not laying down. I'm, yeah, I can hear it. I'm feeling happy. Good. Um, and we're about to go home yet, so then... It'll be a little bit quieter. Um, I mean, I like the sound. I feel like I can hear the rain a little bit. It's oh, nice. Yeah, we're in Little Italy. The, the, there's rain everywhere. It was a huge thunderstorm. I wish I'd recorded it. I recorded a little bit of it. Did you? But I think we're going to get more tonight. Yeah. I love I'm a thunderstorm. We're supposed to get more rain overnight, starting at like midnight or something. Or I, 11. Cheer- I literally cheered when the rain started. It was yeah. such a euphoric relief. You know? Yep. This I kind believe of heat, it. This, this kind of heat is still novel to me. Like, I'm from Vancouver. It doesn't get like this. It's a sticky heat. It's a muggy, swampy heat. 
it's and disgusting. It is. It is tropical. Yeah. It's tropical. It's like it's not enjoyable without an ocean nearby, in my That's, opinion. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But it really like downpours like this, especially around this time. It, it started around like six thirty, I think, or ended. It I don't know. It it was between six and seven, mm-hmm. and I just have these like just these incredible memories when I hear and smell and experience that kind of rain of like running over to the flower shop across from the ball field to Mm -hmm. take cover while we wait for the rain to stop so we can keep playing softball and it's just like that's fun I don't know there's like a sadness to it but all because that ball field is gone but it's also like I I feel like you can experience that at every ball field and like take cover under the trees and stuff Anyway, it's just weird because we haven't started our season. Like today, we should be at the ballpark, you know? Have you gone yet? Like you played out, you played, you practiced, right? Yeah, we did like a really like small practice two Saturdays ago. I think people showed up this Saturday, but it was like, I wasn't going to, I can't play in that kind of heat. Oh, right, right, right. I just don't, I just don't do well in the heat. Um yeah but i usually i mean i usually could when i yeah it's hard to play ball in the heat but it's doable <laughs> and if it was a real game well because there's yeah. no shade there's literally no shade you're like i know that's, it's that's dangerous i think got a heat stroke our old field had shade okay this new one is full blast sun okay. so it's tough okay yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I think we are starting at the beginning of July. So, oh really? Apparently, oh, I don't know how good. that's going to work yet. But yeah, it's kind of I guess we just have no community spread right now. So hopefully that continues until travel opens up again or the race cars come. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, what is that called again? Grand Prix. The, right? Oh, Grand Prix, yeah. It's canceled, been, I'm sure. It's been pushed to October, apparently, oh. which is bizarre yeah. because that's sort of when a second wave would hit. But anyway, hmm. day by day, I guess. Op- yeah, optimistic planning. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really hard for people to let go of that normalcy of, you know, just these big events, you know, they, mm-hmm. it's a lot of money. It's, it's there's a whole me. ecosystem yeah. that revolves around everything. Like it's kind of like, if you think about um, like Justin Bieber, okay. Like he was, did you see that documentary about him? Oh God, YouTube? no, I probably like, won't. <laughs> <laughs> he like he he was he got addicted to drugs and you, there's all these people that are interviewed right that are his managers that are his personal trainers that are his agents and whatever right and there's this whole ecosystem around these guys so they can't mm-hmm. they they can't stop they're encouraged to go as far and long as they possibly can because there's a whole yeah. village of people that are supported by this it's capitalism it's like, it's, it's like if you think about covid it's like everyone's like, no, 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 no. We'll just keep on going. Keep on going. It's fine. And it's like, no, but it's, that doesn't work like that. It's no. not sustainable. 
you know? Yep. Big time. Um, so how has your week been going? It's been good. I mean, it's only Tuesday. <laughs> well, since, since we talked. Yeah. It's been a, yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, it's been hot. And I've been uh, doing the tutorials in animation. Oh, yes. Yeah. And? So that's what's really been, like, filling up my time. Um, it's good. It's, t- it's very tedious when you're learning from the beginning, you know, but mm-hmm. the tutorials I'm taking are uh, fascinating. Skillshare has just really good teachers. So it's good. Moving along, so, you know, there you go. And so are you doing this? Is it live? videos or is it no a recorded video they're recorded okay. they're like step by step and they provide all of the assets it's this guy named his first name is jake i can't remember his last name right now um but he has all these different tutorials for after effects and he basically has recorded from start to finish um this little animation provides the assets in like a pdf that you download and then mm-hmm. You do everything, basically, you you mirror everything he's doing on the screen. Okay, okay. It's cool. It's, it's, uh, I just have not learned like this in a very long time. So it's, mm. it's an interesting step for my career. And I mean, mm. COVID is still going on to the point where like, I still don't have work coming in. Mm. You know, it's very minimal. So it's mm-hmm. using this time is um, it's a blessing. Amen. It really and is. you're on the Serb. You're getting the Serb. Yeah, I've gotten two installments. I skipped a middle one because I worked for mm. three weeks. But yeah, mm. I've, that's been a godsend. I know it's mm-hmm. taxable, but man, it is. Yeah. Wow. I, I can see how like for someone like me. Or probably you, it's like $2,000 is even just in a month makes a huge, huge difference for me. And it's so completely like, it's like what, five, yeah, 500 a week, pretty much. Yeah. And it is, it's just incredible how little that amount of money seems, but how crucial it is and how much that small amount can help so many people well and that can actually go far in a place like montreal yeah totally if i was if we were in san francisco our rent would be three thousand dollars for a bedroom right so it wouldn't it wouldn't be much at all but if you're spending three thousand a month then you must have a different income bracket (laughs) So that's true. It might not hurt you as much unless it's I guess it depends. Unless you got canned because of COVID. Yeah. Right? Like there's I I feel I feel gentrification is really pronounced when we're talking about a city that is so expensive anyways. Montreal's still not as bad as some of the big ones. No, cuz it's like individual companies that are really causing this gentrification whereas there's still mm-hmm. pockets of like old school landlords who have income properties who continue to just sort of raise the rent 
according to, you know, the yearly, the yearly, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> whatever, whatever the hell that thing is called that makes them do things, whatever. I could, so I honestly could care so much, like, I could care less about how landlords are doing. No, I don't care about landlords. I, I care about people. Yeah. I care about people losing their jobs that have insane oh. rents to begin with and have to try to keep up. I can't even it. imagine. I Nicole, can't. we're in. We're, we're on episode 12. <sighs> What's the status? We're still in a pandemic. Yeah. We're still in lockdown. We're still... I mean, we're like in semi-lockdown. I feel like Montreal has freed up a lot. Yeah. I mean, even restaurants are opening, which is like indoors, which is crazy. But I feel like it's... I think like people can take advantage of this time and be cautious, be as cautious as you normally would be, but take advantage of this time to be able to go and sit in a restaurant (laughs) Before a second wave comes and just yep. be continuously extremely careful and social distancing and wearing mm-hmm. masks. If you like there's just so many things that common sense can help with. And I think that's where like, I don't trust the Quebec government. I don't trust what's going on in this province or what they're saying. Um, given how many tests are not being done when they said they would be. And it's it's kind of that thing, like, in New York right now, apparently, since it's slowed down, they are encouraging all New Yorkers to get tested. Even if you have no symptoms, nothing. Everyone <laughs> should go and get tested because cool. that is the key to this, yeah. to, like, actually tracing this. And that's, yeah, what, right. that's what Montreal should be doing. Right. They should be saying, this neighborhood, do this for the next week. go like and why aren't we doing that that's that's the it's stuff like that that i'm just so confused by and i think it just sort of throws a wrench in my trust um because when you look at the states right now i mean they're experiencing spikes again so it's just it's not going away it's not over we need to like keep remembering that that's right and not pretending it's okay what about Mm. you where where what is your what is your week giving you this week Hmm. um hmm well i'm leaving next week for vancouver oh my god that's right on the 30th yeah exactly so i'm I've got a list of things to do, um, which it feels like a big to do, like chore list, Mm -hmm. you know, which is not exactly, you know, easy to do when you're in a heat wave in terms of packing, um, getting last minute things, moving stuff to a storage unit. Um, so my subletters have room. Um, I'm trying to sell my car before I go. Uh, buying a tra- a travel crate for Ruby. She just got a vet appointment. She's 22 pounds now. <laughs> I got her when she was five pounds. Whoa. Uh, five and a half weeks ago. 
<laughs> what a little fatty. <laughs> what? 22 pounds already? Yeah. That is a leap. I it, she's gained she's gained about yeah, almost like three to five pounds a week. Yeah. That's normal though, right? For- is it? I've I mean her paws are gigantic. Like when I when they called me to told me and told me that I they had a, a puppy for me, they said she was gonna be forty pounds. She's already twenty two and she's not even four months old. So She's three months. Well, how long uh, does that breed take to grow to full size? Do you know? Probably a year. Really? And to fill out. Yeah. Well, she's a little jaguar. Maybe she's it'll got slow down. Legs. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, this is the thing about getting a puppy. Who knows? There's no <laughs> giving her back if she's too big. It's, it's just, this is who she is. This is who the, my dog will be, whatever she is. And she's going to be amazing and strong and healthy and tall tall as hell maybe 70 pounds you know what you can what? handle that oh exactly she'll be fine yeah like rosie was too small to go running with you know like i want to run with this dog like i want to take her on hikes i want to i've taught her how to swim oh my god <laughs> so cute i mean she doesn't really like it but I, whatever we'll get there She's young. <laughs> she just like like these her big big paws just paddling through. You gotta put a little uh, a little uh, a float a floaty oh. thing on her. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. That would be really cute. A little life jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I need to start dressing her up more. That's I've been lacking in that department. I want to put a little hat on her, a little handkerchief. Hey, well, listen, I don't know if you've seen this uh, really ridiculous Netflix special called, oh God, I don't know what it's called. It's terrible, but it's also, it focuses on how these people make a living off of just putting their, their pets on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's insane. It's a what's, huge... the, what's the show called? It's a, the also... cat, cat Meowvy. Yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> I think I've I I can't believe I watched it, but I did, and I couldn't oh, believe that's it. Stuff. That's I, good stuff. It was it was incredible to see how this this method of of sharing can be so financially rewarding for people with like just by like dressing up their animals. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, did you see the RuPaul one? The drag? I mean, I cats? watched it a while ago, so I can't. I can't remember. Anyway, I recommend that movie. <laughs> I think it's just called... Oh, yeah, the Cat Meowby. The, Mew- the Cat Meowby. Yeah, there's an underscore in it. Or a hashtag. <laughs> this, yes. this, I, I feel even embarrassed talking about this. But anyway... No, but it's this is a phenomenon. <laughs> I watched it as kind of research for the media stuff. Like, oh, I felt cat, cat movies are the most viewed things on the internet. Like, what's up with that? Um, it's really interesting. And then you think of the business behind it, and like little mm-hmm. bubs, little yep. bubs was the first. And there's actually all these like shelters that get money directed from these people. Like, it's so it's so interesting. I had no idea. I had no idea, had no idea either. Idea. 
Yep, until I saw that movie. And it's a it's a it's all around a good thing. It's making everyone yep. happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a totally all these amazing animals get spotlights and they get treated really well because they make money. <laughs> oh, and it's it's like best in show. That that, yeah. that movie is like best in show with dogs. Right? It's it's <laughs> these people get so weird and so obsessed. Um and they're so like niche. They get completely kind of they, they, the way they're talking about it is just so specific and like obsessive. It feels like they've lost touch with with reality. Yep. Except <laughs> except they're just benefiting from this bizarre reality. <laughs> like those millennials that run that Instagram account, cats of Instagram. Oh, yep. So good. I'm like, what are you, good, you brilliant entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm so funny um yeah yeah, this is is, this is a this was you know national indigenous people's day was on sunday yeah i did i did a really interesting series of workshops last week with some indigenous people in the community of delaney and one young man of 27 years old made a video and his script says like national indigenous people's day is is june 21st and um, this is how it came to be, but I believe that National Indigenous Peoples Day is every day, and I see it in the kids that are playing freely in the street and the the men that that are at the shore setting their fish nets and walking through town yeah. and looking up at the sky and feeling the the gratitude for the gift that is my life, like so beautiful and so I've been thinking about that and its relationship to the Black Lives Matter movement. And I got my book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. Nice. So reading that and listening to the podcast, Seeing White and just trying to, trying to be informed and, and in, like significantly increase the information that I'm receiving on these different topics, but also trying to be mindful of like my capacity as a, as Same. a woman that is like, overwhelmed with a lot of stuff going on in the world and it's a fucking heat wave and you know all the things pandemic i um, uh i can totally relate to doing i'm doing similar work but different you know of just um speaking with these two other women that i think we're going to be doing bi-weekly sort of conversations um and like I think we'll be touching base again this Sunday or something. So it, how was it? Did it's you really, it's really good. It's, and oh. it's very interesting because we all have different perspectives when it comes to like, not perspectives, but just our experiences are really different. So it's really good to, to have the feedback that we have. And then mm. we're talking about actually really trying to include maybe francophones in this conversation because what they've Mm. been noticing which i haven't experienced yet but just in quebec how it's really hard to speak about black lives matter without without sometimes being perceived by i don't know if i'm going to say this properly but being perceived by francophones as being anti-francophone by focusing on the oppression of black people without recognizing the oppression of the french when really <laughs> that's not really what we're talking about, you know, like there's two things that we're talking about here. So it's really, it's a very interesting 
it's very interesting to be in this province. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to say all the things that I'm thinking because I feel like I have a lot of um, baggage when it comes to that issue, when it comes to the French with Mm -hmm. my own history with it. Um, But I also like, you know, through just through just being a little bit more aware and deliberately trying to educate yourself, I found that it's actually pretty easy to find the resources that you need to understand what what's actually going on. And I found like even CBC Gem, which I think they just re- renamed their streaming uh, online streaming, but they have an entire section for indigenous programming and it's mm-hmm. incredible. It has mm-hmm. so many movies and documentaries mm-hmm. that are so informative and mm-hmm. so eye-opening and so beautiful. And just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just can't believe how much I feel like I've learned something new every day for the last month, hmm. you know? Awesome. Let's we can all do it. I know. Exactly. That's, exactly. Yeah. We don't really have, a, I don't think we have a choice. I mean, even, even, in, even in like addressing racial inequalities and white supremacy and racism all goes hand in hand with climate change, sustainability, equity. Like we are, all of this is interconnected. So all of this work is important, you know? Yep. <sighs> yes. Preach. Um, so have you been visiting with friends like outside at all or? I've been avoiding the heat, to be honest. Like, oh, right. I really yeah, thought right. about going to ball on Saturday night again, but I just can't. I can't handle the heat. Yeah, I really yeah. can't. And thinking yeah. of exercising in it is just not mm-hmm. ideal. I did go mm-hmm. out on Friday night. Um, and spent and had like a drink with a few friends in a big um, uh, driveway. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So it was very easy to stay apart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was still hard to leave my my 28 degrees in my apartment versus the like 40 outside. <laughs> 28 in your house? Oh, yeah. The air conditioner is good, but it still is warm, you know? Yeah, right. It's still quite a bit cooler than it is outside. Mm -hmm. But it's still warm. I had to make a video yesterday at, I don't know, 1 p.m. and like set up the camera, read the script, get dressed up with my button up shirt and and look at the camera and be like, hello, my name is Jessica. And just feeling so uncomfortable, uh-huh. like so sweaty, and like this is gonna look like shit on camera. <laughs> like, why am I still having to do this? I need an AC uh, office if I'm gonna be doing this kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, there's no like online is great, but I still have to be creating content and. I, I need to look good. Like I want to feel good. It's it's hard when you're, when you're making a video and you're hosting a video, like you're already kind of on, you know, you're a bit nervous. 
you want to you're 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 like okay here we go game face you're already sweating exactly (laughs) exactly and it was like 35 (laughs) degrees in the office and you have to just play it cool like it's not 35 degrees and it's like it was a real tall order for my little body and mind and but it was also kind of like a focusing thing I was like I am doing this once I'm going to do this very well and I don't want to do this all day this can't I just can't this has got to be like short and sweet and so I, I focused and did it, thank goodness. On one take? Uh, no, a few different takes, but I just kept the camera rolling. Good. So I just cut it out. But it was... <laughs> oh, man. I can't imagine not having air conditioning right now. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. go into my bedroom and it feels like moksha yoga. Like I, I close my bedroom off and sleep on the couch because it doesn't reach my bedroom but okay it's it's like I walk in there and even the floor is so hot like this heat is is extraordinary it is it's extraordinary and we thank you it's gonna be it's gonna be the new norm I think cities are not gonna be able to keep building buildings (laughs) like we're gonna have to really start investing in more green spaces to to Mm -hmm. like or we're all going to end up leaving the cities. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know. like I've been getting out to the country um, Good. these last few weeks. And it's it's very much uh, cooler out there. And yeah. then you have access to bodies of water. I don't yeah. see how that's... I don't understand how this is not... It's again like talking about sustainability. How do you make cities sustainable when you have old folks' homes, all of these like long-term care facilities that didn't have air conditioning? Like even that to me is we're not oh, it just Is that a thing? Yes, these long-term the ones here in Quebec, most of them don't have air conditioning. Come on. Yes. Yep. Oh my goodness. These are all really old buildings and they have been so neglected. And this is the norm of how we treat our elders as North Americans. This is something my mom talked about when she was training to be a nurse in her teens and she was working in hospitals. And this is exactly how things were back then in Philly. Mm -hmm. Nothing has changed. We have no respect for the elderly in our culture. Wow. I but that's how I feel when I see it too. It's it sucks. It just sucks. Wow. Hmm. So um what do you have going on for this week? Um definitely setting goals to actually finish this animation. To at least get to the end of this. What uh, program are you learning? After Effects. Wow. And it's just a tutorial to do like a 10 second animation. Um, But it's really interesting. As soon as I was starting to feel overwhelmed a little bit, uh, like the tutorial is in in sections of video. So he'll focus on one thing and then the next one will be like, this is how you rotate. And then the next video will play like in a playlist. And Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we finished this um 
you know, sort of the basics of understanding where things are in the program in order to understand what they do. And then there's like a interruption in the tutorial of him just coming on and just and actually saying, I bet you're feeling overwhelmed. Oh, no way. <laughs> and it was perfect. I was like, this is a great, this is definitely the spot where you want to put this video. Because it's, uh, yeah, it's really, it's, for me, it's, it's, uh, I haven't, I feel like I haven't learned in a, in a school type setting or a tutorial or anything, um, God, in like 20 years or yeah, almost 20 years. So it's really, it's a, it's a big change for me to be doing this, which is a good thing. Um, but it's, um, Oh my God, I lost my point. <laughs> It'll, there'll probably be a lot more. Yeah, this is the way of the future. It's going to take time. And I think I'm not used mm -hmm. to things taking time. I'm used yeah. to being able to execute things uh, and knowing how long things take me to do. And it's really weird to be in this sort of new path on my, for my career mm -hmm. um, that, that really requires training mm -hmm. and that I'm doing it on my own. But I'm finding mm -hmm. my Photoshop skills that I've gotten, like all my Photoshop skills have been learned on the job. I've never taken a class or anything. So everything I've learned in the past mm -hmm. five years or, well, actually like 2012, I guess. So more than five years of just slow learning has come like full circle into into like knowing already where some of the shortcuts are for after effects and stuff like that. So that's been mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. helpful in uh, mm -hmm. understanding the program because the interface is very similar. All of the Adobe, Adobe uh, programs. Mm -hmm. You use Adobe, don't you? I do. Yeah. For your... Premiere pro. Yeah. Premiere pro. Um, but it's, it's a little bit more complicated for the average first time filmmaker. So I mm -hmm. usually do that as like level two, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but only if it's only if it's requested and like most, most people just can't do it. Most people don't need it. They're, yeah. they're happy with iMovie just for basic cuts and basic, basic effects. Um, but yeah, no, I've taught full blown full time, like five hours a week for five days. Uh, Premiere Pro video editing workshops Damn. to like corporate teams. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I'll hire you when I need you. Sure. And <laughs> I love Premiere Pro. Premiere Good. Pro is a beautiful program that is so, the more, like, you could get really nerdy and excited about it. Like, it, the more you learn about it, the more, you, like, the shortcuts and just all these beautiful features, everything's so seamlessly integrated into the other Adobe, the Adobe suite. Like, it's, it's just so well designed. I love that. Really, I really that's, like it. And that's the thing. Like I dropped a thousand bucks to use all of this entire suite. And so mm -hmm. I'm really excited to, to actually sort of integrate this into what I do. And mm -hmm. it's because I feel like it's, uh, you know, learning video is such a key tool for storytelling. If you're, if you're living in a digital age, this is, this is where we have to, where we have to go. Well, look yeah, at YouTube and TikTok. 
Instagram. Look at all of yeah. these platforms where people are making videos and sharing their stories. Totally. It is wild. And it's not just that there's an interest in creating it. There's obviously a massive audience of people wanting this content, mm-hmm. <laughs> engaging with it. Like, I just, I, I followed this woman on TikTok who is so funny and she's by her she lives by herself with her dog and her guinea pig on vancouver island she was left by her husband of 18 years she's 40 she's single she's sad she's grieving and she's making these hand stitched stuffed animals with customized like like slogans on their tummies like fuck you karen or (laughs) fuck racism or you know, like all these hilarious anyways she is so funny to watch and it's like just it's just pure gold like I'm looking watching her videos like I feel like I know her I feel like we're friends I feel like well not we're friends but at least I'm I'm you know it's this really unique experience to have with another human it's really and I really really like her as a person yeah I like when and that she's, can come across. Yeah, and she's making, she's doing tons of orders on Etsy because of it. People yep. are ordering these stuffed animals, like, up the wazoo. It's really sweet. You really like her, I think. I'll see if she has an Instagram. Yeah. Because I don't have a TikTok. I have to, like, limit my social media choices. Because <laughs> I'll just... Yeah log on to every single one of them all day long and check them so i just keep it to two that's fair that's totally fair (laughs) i know my behavior with it i know screen management screen (laughs) management is a great thing great skill we should all have yeah i probably still need to hone in on that skill well we got our whole lifetimes yeah you know yeah (laughs) yeah lifetime what is that even i mean isn't the world's gonna end soon i don't know what's going on (laughs) just have to live day by day yeah you know that's about it it. just trying our best i had a uh a very good very good like phone therapy session on Mm. last night and Mm. It's been a very, it's interesting to be doing this kind of work remotely. I have a very hard time doing therapy in general. This is my first time doing it. It started last fall and it's very interesting to uh, continue navigating Mm. your own things during Mm -hmm. a pandemic Mm -hmm. (laughs) and during this time. Because mm-hmm. it's it's hard to not feel like your own mental health is arbitrary compared to so many things that are going on, but it's really important to oh to like actually hundred percent pay attention to it hundred so percent it's definitely helped that's great that is great news yeah um do you want to hear something cool so my friends. My friend has a a male partner who was seeing a psychologist before before the pandemic and they followed up with him on two different occasions just to check in and see how he was doing. Um, And they were specifically following up with male patients because of just checking in because of domestic violence and wanting to support men 
um, I thought that was interesting. That's really great. Yeah, and he got a lot out of it. Apparently, he was really. It, it, he spoke to this person for an hour both times, Whoa. and really, because it's hard. Yep. They have, they have kids at home, work. For sure. They're artists. All these projects have been canceled or delayed. The money's not coming in. The heat. Oh my God. Stuck there's at home. so many factors. There's a lot going on yep. there. So much so. I was so impressed. I'm like, wow, the CLSC is doing diligent work and following up on their patients. That is shocking and it's amazing. Great. Um, I had a physical done on the phone. What? <laughs> Well, it's funny because I booked, like, I booked a physical before, before the pandemic. And, and get, guess when they gave me the appointment? Ju- June 14th. I booked it before the pandemic. Whoa. This is how logged and backed up the Well, yeah, I'm are. still waiting for a doctor. I am, yeah. a, I've been on the waiting list for however long and it's always yeah. like, you're 5,000 days away from getting a doctor. <laughs> like, thanks, Quebec. What the fuck? So then, so Marisa called. So then, okay, so the appointment was for January or June 4th or something. Mm-hmm. And then I got a message saying from one of, their, one of her nurses saying, the, it's not an in-person appointment now because it's at the Jewish general. The Jewish general is the worst right now in the city for COVID. So mm-hmm. she's, it's going to be a phone call. And I was like, okay. So she calls, and I, I love her. She's amazing. She's like, hey, how's it going? How you feeling? I'm like, Marisa, how are you? Like, what is going on at Jewish Gen- like, It's just, you could tell how tired she was. No doubt. Um, so she said, you know, give me, tell me some symptoms. What are you feeling? What's going on? And, like, I gave her a bit of info. I, want, I do want to get a, a physical. And... She said, okay, well, we'll book you an appointment, but um, how are you doing emotionally? Let's talk about it. Yeah. And uh, she's like, so you with that guy still? Like, asking about the relationships. It was so sweet. Like, that she can do on the phone. That she can do on For the sure, phone. For sure, because it also, ga- you're gauging your, how you're doing emotionally also affects you, you physically. So it makes sense that if you have symptoms physically from something that it's important to assess your your mental health which absolutely however the first time she asked me that which was when I was in her office for the first time meeting with her when she asked me how I was doing emotionally I literally started crying because I'd never had a doctor ask me how I was doing emotionally never never not surprised not at all yeah it's like get them in, get them out. It's usually just a walk-in, right? Or like, just do you want a prescription? Here it is. I never, I wasn't expecting it. I heard it. I was like, oh my goodness. That was so powerful for me to hear that. And that care. And it's like, of course you should hear how someone is doing emotionally, like all the reasons you listed. Yeah. But it's so rarely done. And um, it was really nice to talk to her. And it was like heavy too. Like it was about having a kid. It was like this last phone call. Mm -hmm. Um, deciding to not go the single mother route and instead adopt a puppy. And she was like, oh, this is great. (laughs) 
Oh, Jesse, I'm so happy for you. The puppies never grow old. They always stay babies. So she's just so <laughs> This woman <laughs> thanks, sounds Doc. hilarious. <laughs> she is. She also told me, Jess, as a strong, independent woman, you will never need a man. <laughs> and he may need you. So you need to make damn sure that you want to be with him. You want to you want to be with them. You won't have to need him. Totally. I was like, it's good wow. advice. And then I told my friend that, and she said, what other generation of women would have heard that? Oh, that is right? profound for our generation to be released of that attachment, that necessary kind of binding to a man. It's because so logistically, logistically, we don't need it anymore. We don't need them. So, there you go. Thanks, Doc. What's so such a strange thing to hear from a doc? That is like a very. It's just. It's exactly what it needs to be. It should have always been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that is. We're out of time. We are out of time. Huh. We're catching up. Ah. <laughs> oh. um, say hey, say hi to Ruby. Oh, I will. Oh, baby. Um, guess what? What? This is our last episode in, that I'll be in Montreal for a while. That's true. How long are you going to be gone? Two months. Yeah. Damn. Well, we'll see how this evolves. Yeah. We'll be able to share... I'll be able to share news from home for you mm-hmm. and you can share how, uh, how things are on the West coast and how, it, how different it is. That's right. Yeah. Cause they've had a good, they've had, I mean, it's not a good experience with COVID, but BC They're and doing New Brunswick have done mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give you full reports as the, the weeks go by. Good. Okay. It was really good talking to you, Nicole. You too, Jesse. All right. Okay. We'll talk soon. Goodbye. Talk to you soon. Bye.